Now, let's talk about the dark horses from each team. Like, who do you have, you know, as a dark horse? Like, for you, what's the definition of a dark horse first? Oh, all right. I, I'd say dark horses is like a, somebody or a team that's, you know, not really in the limelight. Expected. Or it's not really expected. They, the, the team that comes from nowhere. Yeah. You know, and, and, and actually... Like last season, the Dark Horse from East was like the Nets that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? I, I think that... In, in the West, it was a little bit of the, the Nuggets because they were out. Yeah. Right? Like you didn't expect them to play that good. You didn't expect them to be in the second round. They're a bit too young, but I think that they're... They're at the. They have a they have a playoff season under yeah, their belt. Yeah. Mm, I think the Kings. The Kings. They're they're, they're they're they're. You can't underestimate the Kings. I would take, uh, the Mavericks just because of Luca and Porzingis being. Oh, back. that's a so scary combo. Right, Porzingis is gonna be healthy, right? This season, uh, he's already lifting weights. Yeah, but he had twenty five pounds of muscle. Well, that, that that can only take you so far because <laughs> ACL is still ACL know, and know, and know. muscle mass won't won't necessarily help you but, but directly. Again, yeah. But um, he's gonna I, play. He's gonna play, right? Yes, and um, different players from you know studying the mm-hmm. NBA mm-hmm. and watching, uh, they heal at different rates. Yeah, there are some heal faster than others. Correct. There but are others. At this age, it will heal faster. Um. Also. The, the the disadvantage also is his size. He's a right, he's seven a seven three. footer. Yeah, seven you know three. he's a he's a, a he's big, a stretched yeah. out seven footer. So, um, I'm not sure. I've I've seen him go early in mock drafts as early as the second Where round. Where would you pick him? Somewhere in the middle rounds. I prefer somewhere in the fourth, 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 some, okay. fourth, fourth yeah, round for for comfort. I'd agree. I'd like my first three rounds. Is he playing in the start of the season? Yes, I believe so. He's supposed Ooh, to be, wee. but. I don't think he's going to be 100% just yet. He's going to be at hovering around 80? It's hard to say. It's the, There hasn't been any definitive... We have to watch the preseason. I, I want to take a, an 80% for Zingis and coast the entire season. I think that's enough for them to reach the playoffs. Like an 8 wow, seed. That, that's... I think that's that generous. Like, you know, if, if he could average like 16 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 threes, and You're gonna one, challenge my Darren Fox and Buddy blocks. Hill Kings? I, I think I think they will. <laughs> wow. like, I, I love right. Sacramento. I love Sacramento. Dude, they're, they're crazy wanna, good, huh? Yeah. I, I, Marvin Bagley is gonna he's, finally... He's a beast. He's a beast. They're gonna, they're gonna beast. start him along... Finally. I think so. I think that's the plan. Yeah. They're it, gonna start it, Bagley it's, and Deadman. It's so hair pulling for me last season when he had Bagley, and then you know they had, he had nice games, and then he's gonna suck the next game. And he had a strong second half. He had like thirty minutes. Next game he had 10, 10 minutes. Like oh, so frustrating. But you know he's he's emerging. He's, so he body healed. You got a two. Who's who's their primary scorer? Number the Aaron two. Fox, who's Aaron like Fox, the, the new John leader. Wall. Yeah, yeah, he's the new John Wall number. Harrison Barnes at small forward. He's going to be their steady ship. That's going to be... Marvin Bagley is your four. four. Yeah. Dwayne Dedman, who was like a top one. I, I hated fantasy. the fact that they let go of um, their, their center. Uh, Willie Colley-Stein. Colley-Stein. Who's yeah. now with the, the Warriors. The Warriors. So, uh, it wasn't working out. And he wanted out because wanted there was too start. much of a focus... On the development of Bagley and yeah. Harry Giles, etc. Um, off the bench, you have Trevor Arich. You have Bogdanovich, who's like an amazing scorer yeah. in, in the world stage. You've got Trevor Ariza. You've got veterans like Corey Joseph on your on your bench. 
So the, the, the Kings are pretty deep too. They're deep. They're deep. It's just a matter of them putting all together. So yeah, I think that they're they're a dark horse for me. But I, I really they have Nemanja Bjelica, yeah. who you know has these solid role players who who can do a lot of things. I think I think they could be a really good seven eight seed team yeah. who's gonna who's gonna get ousted in the first round. Well, but they'll get. But they need experience. to be consistent. That's yeah. they're they're not yet there, but they might be. Yeah, I think Darren Fox could could be could have a chance to be a very very good all star in the future. I think he's he's got next like him. I think like um, him and like um, Donovan Mitchell are gonna be like you know very good all star players from the West, like the young ones. Those yeah, are yeah yeah. Of course, like you have Luca, you know, all these players from. But it's just so hard to to be a guard and get in the all star team because there are too many. There there are a lot many. of guards. Too many. And, and because go, of the style you have to of go play, past past James Harden, Steph Curry. It's crazy, right? Dame Lillard. You have Russell Westbrook. It's I mean, too stacked. So if, if you're like, you know, Gary Harris or like uh, Jamal Murray, it's going to be hard for you to, to get in the, the all-star team. Whereas if you place those players, Gary Harris, in the East, they could be like, you know... An Super all-stars, all right? All-stars, yeah, exactly. Right? right? I mean, you put them in the Hornets. Like, yo... <laughs> like who's on the Hornets now? Know. You've got Terry Rozier. Um, yeah. I think Rozier could be an All Star, right? We'll see. I, I think um, he has a lot of stat set issues. He commits too many turnovers. Yeah. His shot selection is still quite poor. Right. Um. But he's now the leader. He, he's got. He's got. He's got yeah. You know, he's the leader of that team. As bad as they are, um. I I think he's gonna be my 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 pick. Okay, so now le- le- we need to talk about your dark horse from the East because we we've talked who about do you, who do you have? Oof. I don't know. It's 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 really dry. It, it's really dry. Like, like I'm thinking like right now like the Magic or the Heat, just because of Butler, the Magic with you know um, much improved roster and that they came to the playoffs. For the first time in a very long time, I think that that's that's a big. Yeah, thing I think them. the Magic are pretty solid yeah. as well. Yeah, um, I don't have any any much from from the from the East really that could just blow off. Um, like I like the Heat just because of Jimmy Butler being there, um, and of course uh, um, you guys could have uh, Dragic in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, you, you have the yeah, because they were not a playoff team last year. So I'm I thinking think of some some something that they're you know are not there, and then they could be in the mix in the playoffs. Yes, right. I, I think I, I'm I, with I, you with the Heat. Agree that I, I think the, I think you've sold me enough about the Heat because of what Jimmy Butler right? can do. Because they were not a playoff team last season. Now I feel like they could be an eight seven seed. My 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 question mark for that team is that. Don't you think that there's a bit of an overlap as far as roles go with Jimmy Butler and how Justice Winslow's game oh, yeah. transformed? Oh, yeah. He was um, a guard forward right. for same, them. Same, and same. So is Jimmy Butler. Same. So, so that's probably been a young one being developed so I'm, I'm not, well, and established. I guess that's Spolz's problem, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, but that, that's definitely my concern. The one that's going to be taking the last shot is going to be Jimmy Butler for, for the Heat. Oh, well, yeah, of course. But, so, um, no question. He's going to be the alpha there for surprisingly, sure. Surprisingly, it will also depend on how well 
their rookie Tyler Harrow is gonna oh, do. I like Harrow. He too. was he was crazy in summer I, league, right? I like um, Harrow. But the problem is Josh Richardson departed, mm-hmm. and he was their primary kickout three point shooter. Yeah. So you're gonna need somebody to fill in those shoes. I think that to be. I, I, I don't think that um, Dion Waiters is gonna fill it just yet, even though he he is healthier and he you know waiters for me is cancer like for me he's he's cancer for a team basically yeah that's why so harrow yeah you put your money on harrow put money on harrow um they're gonna need a lot of good games from kelly olenek yeah Um, he's gonna need to perform really well right obviously bam adebayo who wants i like bam wants to compete with being one of the best passing centers in the league really that's his goal he wants to be um, Did he show brilliance in, in passing last season? I, I no, no, not much. really. But it, I it's, saw his defensive prowess, yes. He's okay, but I think that maybe, I don't know, he could be the next Chris Webber for all we know. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah, he worked on his game. Big, that's big. But, okay. Um, well, that's his goal. So he, we know at least he's going to be working in that, mm-hmm. that direction. And uh, maybe he can come up with a two-man game with him uh-huh. and Butler. Right. So, okay. yeah, I'm with you on the heat. Okay. I think um, Butler is an interesting addition for them. Right. Okay. So we're done with our dark horse from each uh, each side. Now, I want to talk about our rookie of the year winner prediction. Oof, ROI. It's hard not to say Zion Williamson. Zion. Okay. So Zion. no arguments. Uh, Zion, barring an, a crazy injury that's going to happen. You, no one's close for you? You don't think... Um, Barrett or Morant or are, are, are anywhere I like Barrett but I, I feel like he's a season away from really showing his stuff or like John Morant really showing his stuff because Zion's already made for the game it's really now it's like he's because he's a freak I mean, already, I mean that he's is already a, polished as like the last time you, you saw someone that polished would be from LeBron James he's a super evolved Charles Barkley in super that, evolved Charles Barkley right he's the next Iteration right. of Charles Barkley in yeah. the sense that he's he's chunk he looks chunky yeah but he's so fast yeah, he's, he can move he's too, imagine he's like two eighty and he he plays he's six like a foot guard. six yeah. but he can he's run six, the six, huh? yeah he can right? run the floor and he's scary in the open floor and surprisingly he has a jumper uh, he has a jumper that could be fixed that could be fixed it's and, not like Lonzo's jumper it's ugh. hard to fix right all right but yeah. his jumper can be fixed I see flaws in it like. Like I saw the flaws in in LeBron James' flat jumper st- straight out of high school. Like I knew, like it was flat. Now you like you would trust LeBron with a shot from outside. Right? Zion, all right. Now let's let's. He just... has the physical tools to do that, and he has the proper mindset. I think the kid has the humility and mindset to to see that he's not a great player yet. That he will he will get there, but he requires a lot of hard work. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I think okay. I think that. Number one, <laughs> not much to discuss there. Like, like, there's not much to discuss there, but uh, your your far far second placer would be a toss up between John Moran uh, and um, uh, R.J. Barrett. Uh, Dark horses would be Tyler Harrow, could be bearing their circumstances. Like I think I like that, I like Rui Hachimura as well. I like Darius Garland. Uh, what team is Cleveland Cavaliers? Okay. He's gonna start supposedly alongside his Colin. He's a combo guard. Okay. Um, he's most uh, been compared to Damian Lillard. Ooh. So he 
you know, he's not a great defender, but he can shoot the three. Okay. He, he's good at creating his own shot, etc. And which should go well with Colin Sexton. Okay. Give give me a pre- it, give me a, like a prediction now of like stats for for Zion. Oh, that, that's really tough. I think. Give me a ballpark. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. Seventeen points. Really. Eight point five boards. Really. At least a steal and a block per game. Per game, yeah. He, um, maybe his, not a three per his game. His free throw would be at sixty five percent. Depends. It's right? it's. It, it could improve. I, I think I think that the focus on training at the NBA level is so much more intense right. compared to the college level For that, sure. that they're going to be working on his free throw a lot. So During it might we, we could be lucky enough to see it in the low 70s. Okay. I mean, just look at the guys who've worked out on their shots. Mm-hmm. Like Andre Drummond, every year, little by little, he's gotten better and better. Right, right. I mean, in fantasy, he started off as a top 40 guy. Right, right. Now he's in the top 15. Right, for sure. Okay. So that's an easy conversation. To yeah, have. yeah. Okay, let's move on. Right, let, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to something more uh, difficult, which is the MVP prediction at end of the regular season. I think you know Giannis is going to repeat. Okay. I, I think his his game. I, I I believe what he said that he's not yet reached his full potential, and mm-hmm. I think he's growing. And I think I think he got um, hurt emotionally at how poorly Greece did. In the World Cup, and he'll be out to prove. But he didn't some... play much minutes. That's why. Well, I, I don't understand what they were doing really, <laughs> because they were big men centric. Yeah, you, they're not a deep the, team as well. The Giorgio says were were the focal point yeah. of the offense early. Um, maybe it could have been. I I I'm not privy to the to the discussions, but um, maybe Giannis was being preserved mm-hmm. for fear of risk of injury. Okay. Because he's. He's the centerpiece of a, okay. of a top franchise in the NBA. All right. But yeah, I think he's going to repeat. Okay. Who's your MVP Ooh, candidate? I, like what I said um, before, um, I think it's Kawhi Leonard's MVP to lose. If, if he plays above 70 games, which I kind of doubt that he would play 70 games, he, and the team wins at least 55, 56 games. Yeah, they can do that, yeah. He's, he's going to get MVP for me. I think it's a sure win if they get 60. They get 60 wins. And then him averaging 25 points at least, he's going to get MVP. It's, it's a different story with the Clippers versus the, the Raptors last year. Because without Kawhi, they, they, they struggled to find offensive weapons. Right. So it, without it showed, Kawhi... It clearly showed the, how... The, how valuable he is to the team. Yeah, exactly. But now, you're on a Clippers squad where you can have Lou Williams mm-hmm, shoot score. off for 20 points. Right. Harold shoot 20 points. Mm-hmm. Paul George doing 25. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot different. But yeah, I, I really think that Kawhi, it, that's his MVP to lose. I would get uh, Giannis at two and then Harden still three. It, yeah. it, 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 my my it, one, two, three would be AD be and Harden. Ooh, I think AD, I mean, AD I is... I out on AD too. Yeah, I, it, but I, AD is in my top five. I'll okay, okay, in my top five. AD is just... I, as, as, as much as I was gushing about how dominant um, Joel Embiid has been, or oh, yeah. is, oh, yeah. I think AD is just oh, yeah. still on another level the best, higher. Still the best big man right now. Yeah, probably. Think, yeah. You know, if we're talking about he, far forward and center, I think uh, AD is there. And it's it, far. Yeah. It's not close. Yeah, it's, I mean, no. we were... Admiring guys like Embiid, Jokic, Jokic Kat, yeah. 
Cat. No, they're not close to AD. I know. Like, I, I would take AD in a heartbeat. Right. Among those four. Like, put them all in their prime. Let's go AD. Would you pick him first in fantasy? Ooh. I mean, since we're on the topic of top players? Maybe not. Okay. Uh, fear of injuries, etc. Yeah, yeah. That's my fear. I'll go number three on him. Three on four. Who's three your first four. pick? Of course, it's Giannis. Giannis? Giannis? Yeah. Not Harden? Yeah, it's a toss up between Giannis and Harden. <laughs> okay. Like, it, it, it's, it's a 1.2. All right. All right. <laughs> it's a 1.2 for so me the, for, for both. Maybe one in each for two different leagues. I, I, I would probably put put uh, Harden like a 0.1 just because he has like that injury less proposition. He's that an he Iron gives. Man. He's an he doesn't Iron like man. to sit. <laughs> and I love that about him. Right? So, yeah. I mean, he gets, he gets a small ankle injury. He's still good. Yeah, know? yeah. Like I love him. He I said love him that. For that. In the season, he had four minor ankle tweaks and you didn't even notice it. Like, he probably had a bad game with that, but, you know, next game, he would still be there, you know. And like I, the way Allen Iverson I used that, to play through everything. That's the way Harden plays. It's like, you know, it's very safe. It's, it's so committed. It's explosive, but it's very safe. You know, he stays low to the ground, and I think the lower you are to the ground, the, the less you will be injury prone, I think. I that's mean, a good the, the, that's the an more, interesting take yeah right, the, the more the more times that you play above the rim I think you're more injury prone when you're always above the rim basically yeah alright so those are our top fantasy picks right okay now um, alright the team most likely to surprise us I, I, I'm kind of looking I, overall I, I think that the, the Mavs will be fun right I mean right? I'm only, excited for the Mavs. Only because we haven't seen Kristaps Porzingis in such a long time. Right. But but prior to that, um, remember how we were saying that Joel Embiid was interesting and uh, mm-hmm. how uh, Brooke Lopez was doing yes. two, two threes, two blocks? Yes. Kristaps Porzingis can do two threes, two blocks per game. He Plus can do 20 points. No, he, no, he can do 2.5. Oh, yeah, yeah. more, threes right? And 2.5 um, blocks. As long as his recovery and rehab go are, well. Are, are you okay with him just averaging seven rebounds? Yeah. Eight? Yeah. You're cool with that? It, 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 it go, well, it matches with the style of the way the uh, NBA yeah, course, is yeah. nowadays. So it's all so right. He'll probably not reach like 10 rebounds a game, huh? But with the style of play that he has, you think? Maybe not. No. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. Um, you just need him to to average seven boards. But for well, it's it's easy. It's it's spo- it, You get spoiled when your point guard slash small forward mm-hmm. in Luca does seven rebounds. Also, I know. I know. Right? You've got your power forward Dwight Powell who's giving you seven boards. Right. It's it's rebounding by committee. It's not just all on one player like, like it was like back in the old back school. Back then when it was Rodman getting 18 rebounds, yeah, Barkley getting 14. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are teams that have that archetype like the Pistons where, you know, Drummond, Drummond gets is his just fair share giving, of giving 14 boards yeah. a game. But it's, it's a different story for them because they're, they're going to be playing very Euro style. Okay. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be... Okay, so Dallas. All right. Yeah. I like you? Dallas too. Um, I, nah, I'm same. I'm, yeah, yeah. Like, I've always been higher with you on Dallas than, than, the, than the Kings. But... Right? But, I mean, yeah. it's a, I think it's not a super surprise from, from, from Dallas, I think, just because we were seeing the brilliance of Luka. They have DeLon Wright. Right. And, and, I think, yeah, that's a very good player that just needs the minutes. DeLon Wright totally murdered me in fantasy last season. Again, <laughs> my opponent in the playoffs, I lost because he picked up DeLon Wright. 
What and did he average? He was doing in one week. He averaged a triple double with twenty oh, yeah. plus points per game. I remember that. Yeah. He okay. I lost that week, obviously. From the, that, <laughs> but he he was with the Grizzlies, right? Uh yeah. He, you, you, the, he was part of the the Grizzlies. The trade. the Mark Gasol correct, trade. Yeah. He came in he with Giannis, Valanciunas, so etc. Delon is with the Mavericks. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's a solid guy who can both score like and that. defend. I like he's, that. He does everything, and and he's a, gonna be a great compliment to Luca. Right. So th- them sharing the backcourt is gonna be an interesting thing to watch because okay. when 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 Luca and DSJ were sharing the backcourt, yeah, it was awful, it was right? Awful. It was ugly. It was, it was fugly, right? <laughs> fugly. It was fugly. But I think Delon right because he's he's more of uh, a team-minded player. Yes, yes. He's not he's like out Josh to, Richardson. In that sense, he's not out to be the star. No, he, no. He's gonna recognize that I'm not the star. He, he, He'll he do what... He would be a great second, He's a white-collar guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's why you like him a lot. So, yeah. So I'm a huge uh, DeLon Wright Again, fan. that's another Mavericks plus. Okay. Now, let's go to the East. Who do you have? Like, who's Ooh. gonna... You, you think surprise a lot? Like, you know, they might be a playoff team or they might be like a fringe like nine nine C that it, I, I expect them to be last, you know. I I think the Hawks will do better than I, their I, I, I had the Hawks too in <laughs> because, my radar. Because if you think about they're it They're trying to, to build the, the, the Warriors okay. of the East, huh? They're 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 still very young mm-hmm. but the duo of Trey Young and John Collins is scary. It's scary. I and know. they're not yet there. I know. They're not I yet know. Their prime is yeah. not yet there. I'd be surprised if they make the playoffs. I'd be surprised if that team makes the playoffs. Uh, okay, with a team they're gonna like have they, upsets and they're gonna beat playoff, you know, top level teams. Like if if they they probably have, uh they go thirty six forty six and that's gonna be like how horrible the East is. They could be in like the eighth seed. For right? all you know, we're gonna see Trey Young drop twenty two ten. Averages right. per game, and he's gonna improve on his uh, three point percentage too. Overall him, shooting and him because finishing at the at the rim. Post All Star um, accuracy of Trey oh, Young yeah. dropped. You know, you know, shot up. I mean, yeah, right. You know, and that what if that is a signal of what? And I I I I, I like uh, uh, quarter too. Quarter is is gonna be like Clay. I I can see that he like. And he's um, from a re- in a recent interview that he had, um, maybe like a month ago at uh, on the athletic. Mm-hmm. He he said that he was you know working on every aspect of his game mm-hmm. in in the sense that he didn't want to become pigeonholed as a one dimensional three point shooter. So, so he's, he's a three three and D he, guy you know, too. He's studying you know Defense. Bradley Beal, yeah. Clay Thompson, right? And he's he's out to to improve his game. Yeah. And plus, you got solid rookies. You've got uh, DeAndre Hunter, Cam right. Reddish. You know all of these DeAndre guys. DeAndre Hunter is a solid rookie. Post All Star, Alex Len was actually improving. Right. And now that Dwayne Dedman is with the with the Kings, uh, they they also have Jabari Parker. See, Jabari that's, Parker, that's... Alan, Alan Crabb. Um, of course, they still have you know they picked up Chandler Parsons, which I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why, but yeah, Cam Reddish is. It's a freak. Like he's a six-eight point guard. Yeah, if you look at it that way, yeah. it's that's that's it's, like six-eight. Okay, okay, fine. Um, he's exciting, yeah. but in his 
college last year in college prior to the draft mm-hmm. he was kind of disappointing because he dealt with um, issues with consistency and efficiency okay but you know things can turn around when when he turns pro but, we're gonna see but this team has so much potential exactly exactly all over them you know even Bruno Fernando yeah is somebody who three years from now could be averaging 10 point something rebounds per game and then they have a a, a veteran in Evan Turner in, in that team as well yeah, so yeah. that that helps definitely helps right exactly yeah they, they traded some pieces away but you know I think they, they it, was, really, it was when when they realized that uh, Torian Prince wasn't working they decided to take on Alan Crabb and Schroeder too <laughs> yeah yeah uh, Schroeder is gonna be gonna be crazy good he, in he, the Thunder now that they've oh yeah with Westbrook gone he, he's well on his way to averaging 20 points yeah. 20 points 8 to 10 assists I think and a couple of steals. And, and if you've got a mentor like Chris Paul, oh, yeah. it, it's hard not to right. get better. They could work, right? A combo guard of him and, and uh, Chris Paul. No, I think Schroeder will still come off the bench. I think it's going to okay. be Shai who will will oh. start alongside Chris Paul. Oh, and yeah. He's going to be interesting because um, he has a similar game in the yeah. sense that he shoots well from the field. Right. He shoots like 47%. Yeah. Um, he's a solid defender. Right. Um, he's got very good court vision and he's a solid passer okay, so you, you think the OKC could could be a playoff team as well no <laughs> no <laughs> no they're, they're, no that was fast they're a rebuilding team okay. they're loaded with picks so you they're think build... uh, Chris Paul's gonna get traded again um, yeah, they, I, I, I really think that they're just they weren't rushing into it from the get go yeah, after yeah. he was swapped for, for Westbrook mm-hmm. because um, there was no rush yeah, they're not a contending team like mm-hmm. we agree and there's no need to rush might as well get the most assets that you can in return yeah so you know okay all their sites are set on the future yeah there, there's there's no now now and, is just and, development and, and them being a small market team it's gonna be hard to attract you know quality NBA players and yeah that. so if he is indeed jaded you're gonna see both Schroeder and SGA shoot up production wise and they're going to be hot in fantasy oh, yeah. their production is going to be pretty good because aside they, from they them who's going to score Gallinari yeah I mean Steven he's Adams, not really yeah. a scorer but yeah, you know yeah. he'll rebound the ball for them right so it's Gallinari and those two guards oh yeah that's Gallinari it. is there that's it that's it so each guy will what give you maybe points in the high teens Gallinari will give you mid 20s right uh, assuming he stays healthy that's that's awesome alright um, the worst team in each conference, let's talk about that one. <laughs> uh, let's do the East because it's 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 hands down the Hornets. Hornets, yeah, easy. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I don't think that there's. Uh, we're gonna have gonna see a lot of nasty blowouts, and the, <laughs> the Hornets will be on the receiving end. Uh, you you you've got a starting center in Cody Zeller. You've right. got um, Miles Bridges being groomed to be the new stretch four. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have Marvin Williams coming off the bench. Well, we're going to see guys like Malik Monk see action. Mm-hmm. You're going to see um, Terry Rozier, who who I don't know if he can carry a team. Most likely not. Um, he, he, It's just nasty. Okay, so with that, okay, being the worst team has its upside in NBA fantasy, right? Yep. Because you get to see players flourish and probably... You know, the most improved players is an award not given to a team that has, you know, a player on the winning team usually, right? 
sometimes it could be in a team that you know it could be last. Well, well, Siakam was right. with the Raptors. With but, the Raptors, but that yeah. was a special case. Yeah, but but there are players there who improve, but then are not on winning teams. Yeah, in a lot of mock drafts that I've done, I've seen that Miles Bridges is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a nice upside. He was also performing quite well yeah. post All Star. Okay. Um, but outside of him and Rozier, there's really not much. Okay. Uh, do, do you think Rozier could could win the Most Improved Player award? Mm. No. He'll be in the in the conversation maybe, but I don't think so. Who do you think could be could could win most improved? Oh, that that's that's hard to tell right now. I I think just, just let's just base it on opportunity. Just because he's going to get more touches, more minutes. Usually he's the most improved Based off opportunity, the, the change, the right? drastic let's not, change. Let's not talk about you know all of a sudden like boom. Could, could be bam, Adebayo. Yeah. Okay. I I think that. What um, do you see him averaging? Ooh. Um, Eighteen points. That maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but fifteen. Yeah, maybe fifteen, sixteen. And then, and then, and then I think 10 maybe boards. nine point something close. Yeah, just then, under and ten. Then, and then two blocks. No, maybe not two. But one point five. One point five. Okay. Yeah. But and I think enough? he can give you 3.5 assists. No, oh. but relative to what he was giving you last season. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's him coming into his own okay. as, a, as, a, as a star big man. Okay. Um, he actually has a chip on his shoulder being uh, dropped off the Team USA roster, right? Oh, yeah. So he was really excited to, to learn and, to learn, and he yeah. was dropped. So he has, he has a lot to prove. Okay. And I think he's going to play well. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, I think that's it for our preview show for the upcoming season. Any anything you, you wanted to add on onto that for this season? No, that's we tackled a lot I know. actually. Right. We we did discussed um, um, so many things, and um, I'm just really excited. I right. think it's there was like, yeah, like I've never might, been this excited for the season. In quite in, a while. In quite a while. It's, Just because the the West is now wide open, it's not Warriors, Cavs anymore. Yeah. It, yes. That's that's totally changed. So it's like a fresh reset in that sense. Kinda. And we're looking for new teams to to emerge. We picked the Clippers. Yeah. We've 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 picked the, you know the the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. etc. So, um, it's it's going to be exciting yeah, time for basketball. A, it's going to be a great time for basketball. It's not as if you know it's a sure bet that you could pick one team and go straight to the finals no doubt unlike like last season when you knew, yeah, when yeah. You knew the Warriors were getting there yeah exactly right so I mean it's they, not they, as predictable yeah so that makes it interesting uh, I mean competition is always good because right. we want to see players play to their fullest right. and play hard right. and, 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 and you know give right. us the, the league will never be equal like you know there always there will always be disparity there will always be Horrible teams, you know, winning 15, 20 games at most. But, you know, you, you get those. But at the same time, you know, it, it will never be, like, average, like, for every team. It, you, you, won't, you won't get there. Like, if, maybe, maybe if the NBA puts in a rule that says, you know, you can only have two great players on a team and then... No, it's not really enforceable, but, you right. know, we'll see. I, I think... Um, from what I've seen of Adam Silver, mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with his approach as far as keeping the NBA very relevant and expanding their reach mm-hmm. as far as 
exposure to Asia, right. Africa, etc. And he's one of the more progressive, you know, NBA commissioners sure. we've had. I've seen. And I think that uh, we're going to see more and more changes. Off the top, the, 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 the earlier schedule okay. and the, the less back-to-backs. That, that was a very, you know, heads-up decision that, that came out of, you know, a Silver's rule here yeah, in, in yeah. the NBA. And it's, and it's better because we don't want... It got to the point that even until now, mm-hmm. the injuries are just too ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's too much, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that basketball can be a very physical sport, but Jesus, these injuries are just too much every year. Too much. Like, and it, it, yeah. it, it, they might want to rethink, you know... The shortening of the season. That's an option too. Um, yeah, all of those things I think are like, going to be under I think review. They're just afraid, I think, to lessen the number of games just because of the statistics. It, it's going to change the whole outlook of the league. Also, and not just that. Like, if, if you have lesser than, like, let's no, say, 65 games. Or tickets, 70, yeah. viewers, etc. I mean, that the too. business side of it. Yeah, the business the, side of it. You can't just drastically change that aspect. Yeah. Okay. One one last bonus content we can add is I want to ask you about this like, okay. Carmelo Anthony, okay, why isn't he on the roster, for you? I think that it's his style of play of being too ISO, ISO style, yeah. But I I, I ISO Joe is with the Pistons. <laughs> He's just signed with them. I, you know, I, Joe I, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. And that befuddles me. Yeah. I don't think he fits. Yeah. I think um, they... I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he was okay in the big three, with you yeah. know, but I, I don't see the point. Yeah. And, okay, with um, Carmelo. Carmelo's style is... Uh, he's the last of an era that we are transitioned away from. Hero ball. Yeah, so that's that's gone. So it's about unselfish basketball, you know, the ball, the rock being passed around between positionless players. Right. And Carmelo is the give the ball to me and I'll shoot it. Yeah. It's He's he, a black hole. He doesn't fit. Right. He doesn't fit the new culture and the new dynamic of the game. Right. But but we've seen what he can do as Olympic Melo with a bunch and of And yet stars. he was not invited to the FIBA. And he was interested. He expressed interest. Right. He, and he did. yet he was not. He was not invited so, by Jericho Angelo. Uh, whatever it is, whether it's um, my opinion about this game, mm-hmm. but it, it, it seems that within the league, there are people who share that kind of um, outlook, I guess, mm-hmm. for, for, right. for Melo, unfortunately. And he's, he's unwanted. It will take the impact of somebody like LeBron James demanding that he be signed. Yeah. But other, I, I'd, I'd love to see him on the Lakers. But outside of that, I don't think that there's an organization that's like, interested. I, I, I don't see like the Orlando Magic or even the Charlotte Hornets no, trying to pick him they up. They don't want him. I mean, like the Hornets are rebuilding. They don't need... I mean, there's no point in paying him even for, minimum. for the minimum. It's just not going to help as far as developing their future is concerned. Yeah. You think if Carmelo played in the the league he would still average around 15 points right no because the league changed it passed him by i think the game changed on him and he's and he's just not a good fit and, and uh, he I, didn't he did not evolve 
the same way that the game did. Like, yeah. Like, let's say, like, the way Brooke Lopez did. Right. Yeah. Right? His game evolved. Like, even Dwayne Wade evolved his, in his game, right? Exactly. Because they're in the same batch. Like, way... Even here. LeBron James. LeBron, yeah. His game is not the same as when he was, no. you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. So, you know... Well, I, I think that uh, it was the last straw when he was with the Rockets. The 10 games that he played... The, the team went, I think, four, four, and, four and six. And he was let go by Daryl Morey, uh, who is a very stat-centric guy. You know, he, he, he has that influence. It's, it's about the analytics for him, right? right? And he, he it, saw that it wasn't working. There was only a, a few games. There were a couple of games where he stood out, wherein he was a plus 22 uh, for them. And the rest were negative five, negative seven. And you don't want that. Yeah, you know, and want that's it. the bottom line for a guy yeah. like Morey, right? And and a lot of people say that you know, fuck that. Like it doesn't matter. Like stats don't matter. Like it does actually. It, it plays a huge part in a team's decision to play guys or not. Like the, the plus minus of each guy. He's too one dimensional, play. really. Right. The, the same reason Carmelo Anthony cannot get back in this league is the same reason that the Wolves want to let go of Andrew Wiggins. Oh yeah, yeah. It, he's. I, I when I think, I think of Andrew we, Wiggins, I see Camaro Anthony, Anthony right? right? So, right. Like, like even a Jabari Parker too, something like He's that. He's a power forward right? version of Carmelo, right? So yuck, right? Yeah, like so he he sucked in the Bulls. He was mm, so so okay yeah. with the Wizards briefly. How how come is it like you know there's always that type of player where you know the stats are nice, it looks good in fantasy, but then they keep on bouncing teams. Just no, the problem is. Guys like like Parker Wiggins, they don't bring more to the table other than the scoring. They, they, coaches want to see you be able to defend, or be an awesome sh- you know three point shooter yeah. who can spread the floor. Right. You know, but I mean, I mean, there's some players that they're just three and D. Is that the the huge commodity? That, that's the those are the core minimums that you want. 3D. Be able to shoot the three like, and D. Like you so, need someone that actually needs to drive. So those are the minimums right now. If you can't shoot the three and you're not a great defender, why do I want you on my team? Because right. that's what defines. And that's probably one of the reasons why player <laughs> like big men like Miles Turner, you know, Whiteside are trying to add three pointers to the and even Drummond, right? Remember last season? Yeah. He wanted to add the three pointers. Okay, there, there are some people who are just not gonna be. Gonna gonna evolve. Respected as yeah, a three-point three shot, yeah. But Miles Turner maybe, but not Drummond. I think. Okay. Him working on his. That's why I, 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 I know we had a disagreement earlier in the pod yeah. about uh, Simmons. So, it's it's kind of like that. I don't see him emerging with a better three-point shot anytime soon. Right. Maybe right. further down the road. Okay. But I think that his path to improving, as an as an NBA player, will come from consistent free throw okay. shooting. Because he slashes. He's so big. And it's so hard to guard him. People can't help but foul him. Yeah. <laughs> so even if he takes a lot of trips to the line, and if he's able to punish the opponents at the line, half as good as James Harden does, right. then that, that's enough of a, an extra weapon that you can punish the opponents with. Yeah. So in that, in, that, in that respect, that's why Drummond was, believe it or not, by totals. At the end of um, the second half of last season... Mm-hmm. Drummond was the number two best player in fantasy. Wow. All right? Wow. (laughs) See, that's so sick. That's baffling. (laughs) Because there was a significant 10% wiggle within his free throw. Uh And that was, 
that was the only thing holding him back. Yeah, because he was a he's a double double machine who, who gives who, you one point eight blocks, one point five steals, you know. And if he's starting to make his free throws, you know, he's he really giving like fifty four percent back then. Yeah. Now he's at the seventy. Well, yeah, in his when he peaked, right? But yeah, low seventies, right? It, it, and that's good a, enough. It's a slow and steady process for right. Drummond, who's really been putting in the work, and I admire guys like that. So, there there are guys who are just not going to evolve like that, in 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 this in the, the same way that Brook Lopez did. So, guys like Jabari Parker, Wiggins, Melo, the, the the score only types. I, I I I knock on wood. I have some fears that Kyle Kuzma. Is gonna be like another Carmelo Anthony. Oh my God, that's so scary. Right? I mean, that's a scary thought. But he's still young. He's yeah, 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 he, yeah. he has a chance to improve on his game. But you know, um, he has to start now. Right. But he's he's got LeBron and, and AD, AD for yeah. to, to help him learn other aspects right. of his game. But Kuzma is is a potential mellow in the making. Potential man. If he doesn't work on his other, I mean, the guy can put up twenty five points easy, right? Yeah, yeah. We we know that. Yeah. But. Ew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Like defense is not problem. Yeah. He he's not he's not an aggressive rebounder. He's nope. not great at boxing out. He doesn't. He's not even good at help defense. Right. So why would I want him on my team? Okay. So is there still a chance that Melo could be on a team? It's it's a it's a long shot, and I wouldn't put money on it. Because I I think when he stepped out uh, and and did an interview with. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, he let it all out, like, you know, like what people were saying about him. Like, he just, he just wants a chance, like, you know, to show that he's actually changed and all. You think it's too late? That a lot of people want a chance, right? Spencer Hoss worked out over the, oh, yeah. the offseason, but I mean, I mean, I mean there's, there, ch- there's 30 teams. Okay, what I understand with this is that, okay, if there's 30 teams in the league, I know. You have about fifteen. That's about like uh, with thirty teams <laughs> times fifteen players. You have about four hundred fifty players Correct. on a team. You mean to say there are four hundred fifty players? League. Yeah, in the league. Yeah, in the league that are better than Melo. Like so, okay, but I, okay, but now I I kind of understand why teams don't want him because you have your first five to seven guys who's gonna get the bunch of the interviews, right? Who's gonna take up all the 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 media attention and the 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 they say that the 13th 14th 15th even the 11th man on the team is the one getting the least of the attention and you reserve those for those types of guys you know the the fillers you know and you they want to put mellow in as a filler for that spot he's not a filler i know that's the whole point so that's that's the problem like i mm-hmm. they don't think that Melo Mello will be able to accept that point wherein i'm you're the 11th 15 and you need to sit down and shut up and the, just just root for your he, team he, there, were, there was this point that he was trying to be used as a sixth man right i think and, was with it the rockets the, with rockets yeah, yeah but no even with the thunder it, it, that didn't work out either because he but he said he was a starter still okay off the top, you have to automatically eliminate um, teams that are rebuilding as far as being interested because he's too old and he's not going to necessarily... He's not necessarily a good locker room guy. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. So, he, you, you, you take those out of the equation. So, who would be interested? Playoff-bound teams. Mm-hmm. The thing is, playoff-bound teams already have the manpower and the system that does he... 
it has to all fall into place that they actually need just a score. Right. But most playoff bound teams already have those scores. Right. And they already have systems. And they have systems that are for the modern NBA, which does not fit Melo. Yeah. And that's why he's... He's more of a distraction, I think, he's for, a, for a team rather than helpful. He, he's a negative on the plus minus, and he's a distraction for a team. So I think that's one of the reasons. That's, that's, that's just two of the biggest reasons why he's not in the league. Yeah. Were you a fan? I mean... I, I am a fan of him. I, like, I, I think he, he is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, sure. I'm sure about it. Like, okay. He never went to the finals, but I think he, he was one of the most prolific scorers the league has ever had. Like, even better than, than Paul Pierce. I think as a scorer, like, he could get buckets anytime he wanted to. Yeah, but what, if, if Melo was just focused enough, like, you remember the, the Melo, playoff Melo against Kobe? When he was defending Kobe, like, he was trying to defend, like, his life against an older brother. But he doesn't play like that every game. That's every, a sad that's, part. That's, yeah. So, it's like, um, if you take Kevin Durant and mm-hmm. you strip away everything extra that he does, Outside aside from Scurry, you have your Carmelo Anthony. But oh, yeah. why would you want that? Yeah. When you have guys like Durant, or well, maybe not this season, but, you know, I mean, sorry, Melo fans, all five of you out there, but... That's that's not it's not gonna happen. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our preview show for the upcoming season for the 2019-2020 season. And guys, if you have any questions, comments, or whatever you want to say, you can um, message us at Life Deck Show on Instagram or on Facebook. Send us everything you want to say, and if you want to give a, a shout out. You know, write it there. Or if you have any other hot takes you would like me and Eric to talk about, let us know. All right? Eric, where can they reach out to you? Oh, well, yeah. If you want to talk about anything fantasy basketball related or even NBA related, you can follow me on Twitter. DM me. I'm at Fantasy Hoopla. That's Fantasy Hoopla. Yeah, H-O-O-P-L-A. Okay. And yeah, that's... That's on Twitter? Yeah. and On Instagram. Uh, no, I don't do IG, but you, please, if you are if you play the game of fantasy basketball, uh, hoopball.com is where I work. Okay. I'm, I'm the editor there. Uh, nice. And um, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L.com. Okay. Um, All right. Thank you for having me, man. All right. Well, we'll do it again, hopefully soon, because I'm excited for, for the upcoming season, like very, very much so. We get to do and talk more things, basketball, specifically the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much.